fuck is up, everybody? This is Left Look, <gasps> and it's Valentine's Day. Swear. Yeah, we're getting raw with this one. Uh-oh. I wonder how how many other people are getting raw today. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully all of them. I guess. Not I. Um, I was going to say, I swear not to swear this episode, but you just come in. Just Well, you could still do that. No, I, I'm going to try and improve my character. I'm going to fail like 30 <laughs> seconds in. Hey, that's growth, though. Yeah. That's what people, yeah. that's what gets views. That's <laughs> Character uh, growth. Inshallah, th- this will be my last swear, right? Fuck. All right. Oh, oh, shoot. No, I think that was the last one. I think that's what he meant. Oh, oh, that was the last one there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm keeping my ears out. Yep. All right. First item in the news. Some mm. of our... No, you, well, wait a minute. I'll be damned already failed uh <laughs> if you don't do our intro oh yeah uh it's left look the premier independent podcast from the gato institute where we'll be taking a look at canadian and international arts culture and entertainment to provide you with an unbiased left-wing perspective il to premier podcast il uh oh il to premier podcast independent to the institute gato a new new penchant for the arts culture a divertissement canadian and international pour vous offering perspective impartially de gauche Mm. Oh, I think we're going to be getting a write-up from Charles yeah. on that one. Mm-hmm. What do we that think? was messy. Yeah, we'll work on it. Um, I'm not going to work on it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's an interesting we. Yeah, it's a royal we. Um, <laughs> we, the left look institution. Yeah. yeah. We'll work on it by making Julian perform better next time. Yes, we... Just by the shame. The, the premier podcast from the Gato Institute. Yes. Unlike and not to be mixed uh, mixed up with the Premier's podcast, which is Dougie and the Boys, yep. <laughs> and uh, giving investment. Can't stand when those guys show up. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Dougie and the Boys podcast, uh-huh. uh, big podcast news recently. Yes, Julian. Our the other one of the other podcasts down the hall has come under fire recently for being a not very good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm, of course, referring to 24 Shades of Blue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those the, the those folks. Yeah. Um, 12B, 12B down the hall, right? Yeah. Yeah, 307, yeah. I think, is their office. 307, obviously, yeah. Obviously, this is a corrupt waste of government money to, you know, do propaganda for any arm of the government. Yeah. Well, how much right? money? But what is real... What is really to blame? It's only a half a million dollars, you know? Chump change. Yeah. Uh, They're getting a, but a, a half a million dollars on a podcast. How much money have we dumped into this podcast? That, like nope. $30? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, we get a, yeah. a lot less funding than the police do for their podcast. And I bet you our quality is just as good as whatever shit they put out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But um, you know what the real cause of this is? It's uh, it's all that Black Lives Matter and Antifa shit all now, and because of that, the cops felt that they needed to put a half a million dollars into their propaganda. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's you know, it's social media. It's reaching out. It's getting in connection with the with the kids. Hearts and the minds. Youth. They'd be, they'd be better off having no contact because they're just like. They're not good people, so <laughs> any interaction they have is going to rub people the wrong way, right? You signed up 
for a career where like the best you can do is put people in cages for a thing that doesn't gross other people out mm-hmm. right like the tip top you put people away from murder instead of like i don't know fucking not turning their left turn signal on or some whatever bullshit cops do yeah right? yeah uh so you're obviously not a good person from the get-go is my point there so just avoid contact with the public if you want to keep your public perception high yeah unless you're our friend uh who i won't name he's cool he's he's the yeah, they're right. cop. Hmm. no he's got wrong-headed worldviews about all sorts of things any goodness within him which he is a good person don't get me wrong but you know, he mixes up cause and effect all the time. People are guilty of breaking the law, and there's no just sense of, well, the law is corrupt, and the people at top are not bound by those laws. And it's there's just a shrug, and, like, it's honorable to work well within the system, even if you're in a exalted place within the system relative to, you know, the bottom rungs. But he'll never see it as that because he doesn't feel like he's in the top rungs of the system. Yeah, yeah, that privilege. Uh, it's uh, I imagine a lot of uh, law enforcement are uh, in a, in a similar position. You know, you can be a good person in a bad place. Yeah, yeah. There's no ability to be a good cop, is my point. But there are still good people that are cops. Mm-hmm. Those that is a fine distinction that I think should be more rigorously applied because there are, there's a bunch of uh, copaganda. YouTubers that have popped up in response to one of my favorite YouTube's uh, subgenres, which is First Amendment audits, mm-hmm. which are people who who take a camera into places that, you know, are strange. But like, if you just think about it, just even technically for a second, they're obviously allowed to film there because mm-hmm. there are only two types of land, public or private, right? And um, in public land, you're allowed to go unless it is obviously restricted. And it's just like that simple, right? Just one, two, three. Mm -hmm. But the oddness of finding people filming in places that they're not usually just causes people to power trip and expose that there is no rule of law and that you are at the behest of the tyranny of whatever fucking moron cop you come across, right? And uh, so there are cops that have sprung up their youtube channels uh to try and you know combat this and say that they hate cops like this and things like that but it'll never matter right the only good copaganda that could come across is cops arresting other cops Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. that them enforcing their brutality on themselves right because then it'll be like well if they're bound by this system then it just feels a little less arbitrary and tyrannical i don't know brooklyn 99 was pretty good Jeez, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it, wasn't it? Wasn't it like a satire though? Wasn't that the whole shtick? I think so. Yeah, to some uh, degree. It might have started that way, but eventually it hits critical mass and well, <laughs> neoliberalism. Just yeah, the first episode is the main character wrongly arresting a black guy and then trying to prove he's guilty and failing at that. So that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. That checks out. Uh, I, I don't remember anything uh, that subversive from the later episodes. It was mostly just gags about uh, the beta male in the office. What was his name? <laughs> Terry Crews? Whatever. No. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't mean that, funny. Terry. But, He's a survivor. I respect him. Plus, he'd eat you. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not so bad. 
Oh, especially on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. I think. No wait. Did you guys watch the Super Bowl? No, hang Bowl? on, hang on, hang on. DJ, you actually did read about you... the Twenty Four Shades Blue. Is there anything that jumped out at you? Wait, that was his article. It was an you article just... I read. It wasn't the oh. article. Okay, like, good. Don't, don't go just blown that. No, no, you're the only content. one blowing things here. <laughs> Got to get you a new gasket. It's Valentine's Day. I'll blow what I want. As as often as you like. Be be my guest. Love just wins. don't do it here, please. Love wins. Love wins. Hashtag love wins. Um, the article, uh, a lot of money. Basically, the article was from the CBC, and it was just kind of like, hey, the cops are being weirdly uncooperative about where they got this money and what they're doing <laughs> with it. There was this whole bit about how... Uh, soul something soul essentially the 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 company producing this uh this endeavor which may or may not have ties to our own was the they were the only <laughs> ones contacted and they were the only ones it's just dark money yeah. just yeah money. just it was absolutely like hey they they were apparently the the toronto police department was approached by this group to make this content really? because that's kind of yeah, that's kind of what this this uh, oh, this organization I any, does. I'd bet any amount of money that's just like all American dollars, and once again, Jacob's prescription of treason could be applied to these people easily. Most right? likely, like, the uh, the deputy, the vice head uh, of of the department, apparently got into contact with them and has now since uh stepped down from that position and works as like a chair of that organization of this production oh my god company. they just buy them all yeah wow so, amazing uh, yeah there's some there's some weird stuff going on there and like the the police department keeps refusing to comment on the whole situation and they're just adamant they're like nope this is meant to combat the perception that we produce propaganda okay as they actively By do it. By producing competence. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Let me get this straight. A private mm-hmm. company approached the Toronto mm-hmm. Police Service, said, hey, let us make a podcast for you to better your public image. And mm-hmm. then they gave the person who approved that decision a job at the private company. I No, no, no. They gave the person who investigated the decisions. They had already formed the company, uh-huh. right? Yes. And then they, some uh, oversight commission had assigned this like deputy chief to look into it. And instead of looking into it, he got a job there, is what I picked up. Yeah, a little bit of that, but also they did get the deal through, and there was no like, there was no bidding. The the <laughs> article kept referred to uh, as a bidding. There was no bidding period where other companies could apply for this you know, production. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the other important thing to take away was that the Toronto police department has final say, they have the final edit of the production. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not fascist. So. Mm, yep. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just fair production, right? It's their gig. It's their thing. What? It's their stick. In so. the free market of ideas, your feudal overlord has as much a right as anyone to produce their ideas <laughs> on your dime. What? What Jesus. are we doing making this left-wing bullshit? Yeah, really. There's, yeah. there's no, there's no, the, the soil here is far there's too no sandy. Money. We should, yeah. There's no we money. We should contact the Irvings and say, hey, do you want us to make a podcast yeah. for you? It'll be cool. Oh, the Pinkertons. I think about it. 
I think about it every day, just selling out to the CIA, becoming an asset, <laughs> trying to uh, actively uh, commit treason against the crown in Canada to try and foment the absorption of the Canadian lands into the American Republic. Yeah, just become a dissident. I think about selling it. But, but, unfortunately, I have these things like honor and, you know, I don't know. Morals. Uh, I'm working on that for sure. Uh Uh, But honor is the big one that Uh prevents me from being a completely self-interested and treasonous scum like that. Yeah. Well, uh, thank goodness it's, uh, this is coming from our public sector workers. Uh, (laughs) They sure are protecting and serving. Yeah. Yeah. Serving whom I'm, I don't know. I'll get back to you on that one. Yeah. You know what I really hate about the cops? I, I really want to change this the most, and it's just symbolic. Mm-hmm. Why is there a, a sign, like a shrine almost, to some dead cop at every bridge along every 400 series highway? Yeah. Right? Or like, a troop. It feels... It feels like they're honoring themselves where their power is the most arbitrary mm-hmm. and where they inflict the most damage upon society. You know what I mean? On where bridges? they pull you over for no reason and escalate fucking uh, situations. Ah. Sorry, what was your question, Julian? Uh, that bridges are the places they have the most power? Mm-hmm. On the highways. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they dot the I highways, together, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I really want one day... Uh, if I ever attain the small power that I'm looking for, like local council, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a big stink out of one day going out and just cutting down the signs without the authority uh, to do so. <laughs> I assume that's Ontarian, but I'm just going to do it anyways and cause a big stink about it because yeah. that would get fucking traction in yeah, the news. For sure. Yeah, I mean, like get them a bench, get them a tree in a park or something, a whole overpass. Anywhere, anywhere where their power isn't arbitrarily enforced. Uh-huh. How about that? Right. Oof. Uh, oh, you're right. That yeah. is everywhere. <laughs> mm, uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't think of a place that that doesn't work with. Underwater. That in me? No. In you? No. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Um, not on Valentine's Day. All right. Uh, um, this is good. I can't believe we got 15 minutes out of that. Yeah, yeah really. you know what? <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, because it's in the same vein, uh-huh. uh, the, these treasonous uh, Tr- cops, uh, the, I think I'm going to jump to the NORAD bit and we can talk about the Super Bowl uh, uh, bowl after. Okay, sure. So, yeah. um, Did we, Hang on, quick question. Are we still going to touch on John Tory, or is that later? Uh, it, it is Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll wait. It, there, there needs to be no uh, through line, right? It's so, true. And the bits either stand on their own or the Super Bowl is pretty treasonous too, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Considering who won. (laughs) That's funny. But uh, (laughs) yeah, John Tory um, just came into nowhere. When was this? Last Friday. I think so. Just came into nowhere and said, I think I'm going to (laughs) resign. And since then, City Council, Toronto, City Council, and for anybody listening, John Tory's the mayor of Toronto. Maybe. Because, yeah, since then, he's kind of gone, maybe not. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. maybe i shouldn't maybe i won't i don't know the allegations came out he's first, like right before he said he'd resign that he had a mistress that he was cheating on his wife yeah that's so crazy to me like that that could bring down anybody there was that french president a couple years ago mm-hmm. who had three mistresses and each one looked like a younger model of his uh current wife <laughs> at the time 
And I remembered thinking, the French are so much more advanced than we are. Right? Like, a... nobody batted an eye about that shit over there, right? Isn't Macron dating his school teacher? Yep. His, like, childhood school teacher? I or, sorry, married so. to her? Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. That makes sense to me. Uh, Bill Clinton, apparently in France, when Bill Clinton went down over the blowjob, mm-hmm. the French were just bewildered. Like, <laughs> in, incredulous that that could be a thing. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm stealing uh, a bit sh- from Chapo here, but it would be a scandal if the French president didn't have an affair. That is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, um, into their lives. But, you know, he uh, I heard he is responsible for the death of uh, deaths of about a thousand elderly people because of his handling of the covid uh, pandemic. Oh, I yeah. And, and like a hundred homeless people and at least. Yeah, a couple hundred at least, right? And then uh, what brings him down is himself being shamed about some, you know, sexual escapade that he's having in his own time. It's mm-hmm. just so ridiculous. that, Like, it's disheartening to the, uh, a point of despair because, like, if these are the people in charge, their personalities still, right? Like, we're so uh, unable, unequipped to deal with the coming crises that we're just fucked as a civilization, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think regardless of who's mayor of Toronto, we're <laughs> we're not in a good no, position. No, it, it, uh, d- I mean, he's indicative of what makes up the matrix of command, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's basically just like a lottery pull, and, right? Uh, and indicative of a, a middle management position of governance, right? Yeah. Do you uh, you want to hear my take? Yeah, my conspiracy yeah. theory. Do you want a bumper? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. This is this is John Tory related. Oh, yeah, I guess. Maybe I don't know. Get a funny sound ready if you want. Okay. Right. So John Tory used to be uh, police chief of the aforementioned Toronto Police uh, Department. Interesting. Um. Yeah. There. There was a lot of, or there is currently still uh, a lot of. I don't want to say debate talk maybe just talk whisperings that john tory is really just uh dougie's lapdog oh yeah um that he uh you know doug ford has uh, has a lot of ties with the toronto police department and shocking yeah who would have guessed and there was a lot of like allegations that john tory was just colluding with doug ford to pass all these like weird like you said middle management agendas into toronto Recently, the uh, Toronto City Council has been uh, deliberating on uh, on the budget for the new year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been, I don't know, local news. It's been kind of a big thing. It's all over the radio. There's been, they've got really heated in their debates on like, where's the money going? What are we going to do with it? Um, and mostly that's because the police department has been just begging, just like, you know, shaking their can. <laughs> for more money so that they can keep the citizens of Toronto safe. Yeah. And Jesus. that goes in hand with all the weird stabbings money. going on, the TTC. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. From all the interviews I've heard, everyone is just collectively like, there's a bigger problem here than there's systematic failures. We do not need the money going to the police. <laughs> but I digress. We have- we have massive homeless camps in Canada. We're a first world country, and we're mm-hmm. thinking 
we probably need more police. That's probably what's going on right now. People yeah. are just not honest enough. They're just not <laughs> safe. We need to keep people yeah. safe. Yeah. Oh. And by safe, we mean oppressed. <laughs> um, but anyways, they're they're deliberating about this budget. Uh, all this money is like you know being proposed to go to the police. A lot of counselors are pretty against that. And all of a sudden, right? Uh, they're, they're getting close to the deadline of uh, of this budget, and a lot of the counselors are, you know, poised, from what I've heard, poised to vote against it, to be like, no, we're going to rewrite the budget, because we're not giving the cops that much money. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's getting close to the deadline, and suddenly John Tory decides to resign out of nowhere over, like, sure, a scandal that I hadn't heard about until tonight. <laughs> I I have a feeling there's some weird money laundering going on in the background here. Some weird... I don't think it's like chicanery about the machinery of it that he's trying to draw attention away so yeah. he can get the police budget through? You think there's like a real threat to John Tory and his fucking... That's interesting. I don't think there's a threat so much. I think, I think it goes a level higher. I think maybe Dougie pulled something. Dougie. Yeah, Dougie's like, hey, buddy, you got to get out of here. Like... You, you effed up? Go away. <laughs> That's interesting. I'll look into it. I don't know, though. It That's sounds, uh, it. It's very it's very pretentious, but I like the drama of it. Hat. If, yeah. If I might get a, even a little more tinfoil hatty. Mm-hmm. When Another the, layer? These, don't uh, mind if you do. These budget talks, they've been going on for a while now, right? Like months, you would say? Yeah, definitely uh, like a few weeks, if not a month. Oh, okay. Because there has been quite an uptick in, like, visible crime in Toronto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? And very, I, very newsworthy, very talked-about crime. Yeah, very convenient mm-hmm. crime, even. Mm-hmm. Which... Yep. You're saying that the, the cops are in contact with the mafia and that they can, uh, you know, increase crime yeah, at Yeah, they're, like, be... they're responsible for the TTC stabbings and... Uh, mm-hmm. What else? That would make sense yeah, to it, me. It, if you want, uh, if you want to most manage society, you partner with organized crime. Yeah, <laughs> that's nothing new. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's a there's definitely a weird facet there because crime has been bad in Toronto recently, and I don't know. It goes hand in hand with the with the with the desperate asking for money. That's like, you know, they know they're gonna get it, but they need to like, oh, we gotta show everybody why we need the cops around. Let's just increase the crime to yeah. make us look good. Uh, and you know, like even we say increase the crime. Crime is down historically, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh huh, down crazy to what it was thirty years ago, and even like dramatically to what it was sixty years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's mostly to do with lead pipes and shit like that. But like an uptick like that, this that we have seen has been significant. I wonder if it could be attributed to something like that, something tinfoil hat like that. Yeah, it's uh, I, don't know. I, I think it I think it reasons enough to warrant looking into. Yeah, like or... there's definitely something there, whether or not it's as BS as I'm making it out to be or not. <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I should say Plus, just for legal purposes, we don't all technically believe this, but it is entertaining to think about. Yeah, this is a disinformation podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any reference uh, to to people alive or dead is purely for the reasons of satire mm-hmm. and is is entirely coincidental. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. And if we suddenly stop making this uh, podcast, uh, to do, um, I, I do not want to commit suicide. Yes, I like living. <laughs> None of us are suicidal. Um, we uh, we love making this podcast. There, we're safe yeah. now. That's good. Does doesn't matter. The Jeffrey Epstein thing, like the guy was having like the week of his life, and then like the, all these records came out that he was really sad and that he died. So like. <laughs> If they want you, they'll just get you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that that sums it up pretty nicely. Was there any other thoughts on that? Nope. Uh, Speaking of, you guys watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Me did we watch the Super Bowl? Me. I yeah. tuned in for the all-female flyover, and that was it. The all-female flyover. What were they? Flying? I think it was F-18s. Ah. So they don't let the women fly the big guns. Eh? <laughs> well, no, they need those to shoot down UFOs, apparently. Oh, was it raining yesterday? F-35s <laughs> weren't available. Eh? Uh, why does it matter if they're all female if they're in the sky with jets? Diversity. It's an all-inclusive fascist empire, yeah. DJ. All right. Okay, as long as there's a reason. I'm just curious. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, women yeah. can pilot the death machines, Wait. too. Okay. I love I love the memes that are of like a, a B fifty two bomber dropping like just an incredible amount of ordnance and then it's a it's a comparison meme, so it's twice the picture and someone has photoshopped in on the on the first image and it says Republican and it'll be like a Christo fascist flag mm. and then it says Democrat and it's got the gay pride flag <laughs> on it yeah. and they're still dropping ordinance. It's like <laughs> Yeah, amazing. What a great meme. Um Yeah, no, I don't watch sports no. but i uh i gotta agree with trump that the super the <laughs> halftime show is terrible yeah like terrible like yeah but she i don't know about the worst ever but but it was riri bad. it was re and she's pregnant she riri? did all of that while she's pregnant what yeah, an uh, icon what a what a what a symbol of strength for females everywhere i'm just i just got to believe that there's a gen z artist that you know has toured recently mm -hmm. isn't pregnant and has good music that people listen to right now mm -hmm. that could have been Billie Eilish. And also, yeah, um, uh, I don't think Billie Eilish is uh, Gen Z at all. She's our age. Um, she's a little younger. Yeah. She's still millennial. I don't I think, think so. Um, Even us. I'm no, not sure we're millennials. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, we're millennial for sure. No, we, we um, barely fit into. Cut off. Yeah. 96, um, 95. Depending on but the, uh, who you ask. Sorry. Uh, I forgot where I was going. Oh, the uh, the halftime show also looked like a uh, a battle royale from oh. fucking uh, Smash Super Smash Bros. Oh. Melee. That's been a great yeah, did you meme see that on meme the internet. I mean, DJ? as long as uh, as long as everyone was having fun and uh, they were playing by the rules, two stock, Hyrule <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Castle, uh, no dupes. You know, that's so that's Rihanna. Rihanna, Eminem. <laughs> that was a really good impression. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that gig, Julian. Thanks. Um, yeah. The thing, the thing I would like to bring up about that point, uh, Jacob. Um, yeah. I don't know why they would bother trying to get somebody in our demographic, like our pop culture <laughs> demographic, to do the halftime show because it's our demographic that doesn't watch That's a good the Super Bowl. That's true. Gen X is like the cutoff for football. Football dies with Gen X, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Like, That's why the numbers are way down. 
They are down every year. I haven't looked it up. They're, uh, they peaked six, seven years ago, I said, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, 2018, and, uh, 2017? Earlier, 2015, ooh, 2016. Ooh, ooh. But, and uh, the demographics just don't support it. It'll continue to die as a sport. It's going to lose like 30 million fans watching that thing over the next 10, 20 years, in my opinion. Yeah. Gonna destroy that industry. Can't wait, because we all think it should be illegal. But, um,. Uh, the only other thing I think that was worthy to talk about mm. was the uh, the commercials. You guys see any commercials you like? Oh no, I have. I remember I was like blasted with a memory, <laughs> just like oh yeah, there was a time in my life where I was like a youthful teen and I cared about pop culture and I sought those out. Yeah, man, yeah. I couldn't care any less. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I never finished Breaking Bad, and that, that's the only commercial that I saw uh-huh. that was. Any, anywhere halfway decent and i just remember thinking this is like why i didn't like breaking bad it feels like they were doing a tongue-in-cheek representation of themselves mm-hmm. but it was like that's what it looked like to me when you guys were being serious about <laughs> it right like yeah but whatever yeah. i'm in the minority on that one everyone loves that I show. Will nothing say. else uh oh What's that, Julian? I will say, I am a little sad I didn't watch it, because apparently it was a pretty good close game. Yeah, it was. I uh, think I could have been Yeah. Probably would have been worth yeah, the I sit mean, down. If, it, like, the, the, the scientific drama of sport was there, and it was good. Thumbs up, checkmark, good. Yeah. I'm really upset that the Eagles, the arbitrary team I chose, didn't win, <laughs> but uh, here we are. The, the Cincinnati Eagles didn't win. <laughs> the Cincinnati? Uh, Kansas lie. City? I thought it was Atlanta Eagles Philadelphia. until earlier today. I have no idea. I just don't care. Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't matter at all at the end of the day. <laughs> at the end of any day. It doesn't matter who won the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody ever watched it for the football. It was only ever about the pop culture confluence that it had, right? That enough people were watching it that you could talk about other things like yeah i mean like at first right there must have been people who actually want it you know wow the final game cool yeah let's watch it yeah it's like 20 million dads who (laughs) contribute nothing to conversation were watching it in the 60s and the 70s right and they were like locked into that tv and because that that happened year over year. Mm-hmm. Eventually, things built up around it that their family members could engage with other family members throughout the country. Yeah, exactly. Rather than engage with their dads who don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah, get the dip um, ready for the dad so we can do real human stuff. <laughs> I can't wait to be one of those dads. Okay. Uh, you don't like sports. He's got <laughs> F1 racing. Really what are you talking about? Time. Yeah. F F one yeah Sunday morning that'll be the worst. I'll wake up at <laughs> Dad. Why I'll won't wake we... up at seven a.m. on Dad, Sunday we... and tell my kids to shut up so I can watch cars go around in circles. <laughs> Dad, can we go play catch? Shut up, Timmy. They're turning left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut up. It's Monaco. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll play catch right. when they're in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> At one of the boring. Okay, I wish I didn't get that. Um, what are we doing now? Hit me with a stinger. We're gonna oh, move yeah. on. Uh, Oops. <laughs> no, that was it, right? That was good. Yeah. That's you asked good me to enough, have a funny one, right? Yeah. Um. So Justin Trudeau tweeted. 
that uh, he this I'm just going to read the tweet. Sure. I ordered the takedown of an unidentified object that violated Canadian airspace. At NORAD command, shot down the object over the Yukon. Canadian U- Canadian and U.S. aircraft were scrambled, and a U.S. F-22 successfully fired at the object. So I uh, I wanted to pick apart the I ordered the takedown of an un- unidentified object, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it because the Chapo guys really uh, took some shots today. They were like, what the fuck is that all about? Justine Trudeau giving orders to our uh, troops, right? Oh, uh-oh. And I, <laughs> And I, I too, also had my nose in the air immediately. Like that doesn't smell right, mm-hmm. right? Because I've, I've done this bit uh, time and time again that the U.S. are greedy about their F-22s, mm-hmm. right? They don't let anybody uh, rock the F-22s. Not the, uh, not the Japanese, not the Singaporeans, not the Israelites. Nobody, right? And um, for Justin Trudeau to be like. I commanded those F-22s. I was like, that cannot be the case, right? Cannot be. And so I decided to look into it. And uh, I'm going to tell you uh, right off the hop that, uh, no, he didn't. He did not, in fact, uh, fucking order those. Say it ain't but, so, uh, Jacob. I'm so he proud did, of no. him. I'm so proud of him for tweeting yeah. that he did, though. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so crazy to me that he just thinks he can get away with that. What, like, what if Joe Biden just came out and was like, Justine Trudeau orders nothing. He's my bitch, right? Like, on a tweet, right? Like, something like that. Oh, that's such a good Because, like, the, the Pentagon immediately put out a statement uh, that, uh, you know, establishes their own reality, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what reality is. They were like, a USF-22 shot down the object in Canadian territory using an AIM-9X missile following close coordination between U.S. and Canadian authorities, mm-hmm. right? I've uh, even read, Brigitte... like, uh, most of the sources I've read have actually said, like, oh, it was it was on the border. It was still in U.S. <laughs> airspace. Yeah, no, it was clearly in Canadian airspace. Mm. Um the, uh, so that was from uh, Brigadier General Patrick. Uh, he's mm. a Pentagon spokesman. And the language there is much more particular, right? Uh, following close coordination, right? right? And so I decided that uh, I'm going to uh, read the, uh, the NORAD agreement and mm. see where, the fact, where, in fact, does command lie. Because I have no idea. I know NORAD exists. I know it's like a, chi- a chain of fucking weather stations and nuclear missile warning stations in the north, right? Yeah, but right. they've never shot anything down in my memory, just, right? So I, I, Just for the record, what does NORAD stand for? the listeners at home uh yeah so uh as norad is obviously a, a uh what's the word a um help <laughs> uh a, a treatise a, an organization uh no it, like each letter stands oh, for acronym? oh an acronym <laughs> thank yeah so as a norad is obviously an acronym norad stands for the agreement between the government of canada and the government of the united states on the north american aerospace aerospace defense command so it's just north american aerospace defense command norad obviously that makes yeah, sense that's a i don't know how you don't american. follow yeah <laughs> that's pathetic where's the uh, where's the o so it's nor stands for north american and then airspace and then defense would be the last is how they do it. Yeah, the Americans are brutal. That's at not their, even uh, an acronym. 
Yeah, it's never an acronym. They call them acronyms, but they're just jargon. They're just nothing. And I'd, I'd like to dab on the American military and say, you guys sound silly when you do things like yeah, this. Yeah, they thought no but, one um, would ask. But here we are. They don't even deserve yeah. a good word like silly. <laughs> they just sound dumb. So, uh, pro tip for reading laws mm-hmm. when you're reading in Canada, a bunch of laws like to do a preamble. And the preamble is... Um, not binding really in any way, but it's what they like to express as the principles behind the law so that if judges are confused on the facts of the law, they can go back to these and be like, well, this is what they want to happen, right? And this okay. is what has to happen and we'll balance the two and try and, you know, create justice from that, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And it, in so saying that, you can ignore a lot of every written law, right? So the uh-huh. beginning of this is a huge written statement right and so each of these uh paragraphs start with these words i'm just going to read the first word of every paragraph until it matters because it's funny Uh, the first paragraph actually is the government of canada and the united states of america herein uh uh, herein after referred to as the parties recalling blah 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 blah, convinced blah 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 blah, noting blah 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 blah, mindful blah 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 recognizing blah 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 recognizing blah 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 aware blah 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 acknowledging blah 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 realizing blah 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 recognizing blah 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 desiring blah 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 have agreed and then the law starts to matter right then you have to read this i'm so glad our governments are being mindful yeah like the and this nonsense is just ridiculous like um every 10 years they they have to redo this agreement it has a sunset on it Mm. and so one of these acknowledging things or aware or recognizing i don't remember where it was is talking about (laughs) 9-11 aware of the dramatic changes of the uh, geostrategic environment and the threats to north america as illustrated by the terrorist attacks of september 11th why is that in that right (laughs) why does that matter they've got to stay aware right they have to it's amateurish yeah it sounds disgusting. The British would never have their laws sound so vulgar or their agreements back in the day. But whatever. Well, I mean, there's a reason we left. <laughs> yeah. We, were, we, we weren't good at that left. part. We are still the king's subjects. Um, anyways. Uh, Article 1, NORAD missions. Mm -hmm. 1, the missions of NORAD, and this is going to be dry for a bit, but it it matters. Okay. Because it it shows that Justin Trudeau is a liar. (laughs) Okay. Um, And also it shows that I'm right about my bit that I do, that uh, this the treason thing that America doesn't have, sorry, that Canada doesn't have statehood and that America, we're a bitch of America, uh, a client state of America. And like, and it's in reality and in law, like not just in my fucking head, mm-hmm. like not just as like a, it happens to work that way. Like our interests are aligned. It's like, no, they've made it that we have to obey them. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyways, article one, NORAD missions, the primary mi- one, the primary missions of NORAD in the future shall be to a uh, provide aerospace warning for North America, B, provide aerospace control for North America, and C, provide maritime warning for North America. Mm -hmm. Two, for the purposes of this agreement, A, aerospace warning consists of processing, assessing, disseminating, 
intelligence and information related to man-made objects in the aerospace domain and the detection, validation, and warning of attack against North America, whether by aircraft, missiles, or space vehicles, utilizing mutual support agreements with other commands and agencies. Hmm. An integral part of aerospace warning shall continue to entail monitoring of global aerospace activities and related developments. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. B. Aerospace control consists of providing surveillance and exercising operational control of the airspace of Canada and the, uh, the United States. Operational control is the authority to direct, coordinate, and control the operational activities of, a fo- of forces assigned, attached, or otherwise made available to NORAD. Okay. So that is, that is the power of NORAD. Mm-hmm. They have... The, uh, the, the, these are their responsibilities and powers. Right. Control the space and control the forces within the space. Okay. Right? Yeah. Sounds fucking, like, really tight, but it is actually the broadest authority that you could possibly assign someone. You're basically, you might as well say, they are the marshal of the northern skies mm-hmm. and they will protect therein, right? Like, that would do as well, but it wouldn't sound as fucking good, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, to these people. Yeah. And so that alone is not like a, a like a smoking gun on Justin Trudeau. Mm-hmm. But in 1958, they made an agreement, uh, an amendment to the agreement, that at all times there, is ne- there has never been and never will be a chief of NORAD who was Canadian, mm. right? The chief of NORAD has to be a four-star American general, right, of whatever branch, usually the Air Force. Yeah. And then the uh, deputy uh, commander is a lieutenant general, which is a three-star general, uh, and has to be Canadian. Okay. <laughs> so we are a- not even, like, allowed a operational command within that structure. And more than that, the Canadian government, Justin Trudeau, right, uh-huh. in approaching a four-star American general, has an American general, a four-star American general, right. has absolutely bubkiss fucking authority to tell him to do anything, yeah. basically, right? And for him to say, I ordered that four-star American <laughs> general, it be it would be like in ancient Roman times, right? The Spanish uh, hill tribes had ordered their Roman governor to send forth the legions. Right. It sounds as ridiculous as that, right? Like that we commanded our... the the governor and lord of the skies to do what uh, we will, right? No, you did not, right? You asked daddy to shoot something <laughs> down in your skies. Okay, we'll get that for to, you. I... And you scrambled two of your own jets just to say that you had some involvement in it, but your jets don't go anywhere near high enough to shoot down that fucking thing. So, yeah, the CFA. I feel like Justin Trudeau what? may have ordered it, but just not to that general. Like, he was in his armchair at home and said, shoot it down to nobody. Yeah. Shoot it down. <laughs> he did order yeah. it. He just had no authority to order anybody to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when, when a kid orders a Happy Meal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jeez. Uh, there are a, a class of human in Canada who they're mostly male and they're mostly middle-aged and they're mm-hmm. mostly conservative who think that they want to get in a fist fight with Justin Trudeau over whatever bullshit they're angry at him about, whether, yeah. whether it's uh, WeWork or whatever, the fucking scandals, right? Uh-huh. Minor corruption, right? This 
if someone came out to, with this and was like, that makes me want to fight trust Justin yeah. Trudeau, I'd be like, I get you on that one. This makes us look like bitches internationally, right? Like, anyone who know, who's in the know is snickering yeah. right now that Justin Trudeau commanded the F-22s. Sure he did, right? Like, <laughs> I, I have a feeling that's maybe what he's leaning into, that he's just... He's just saying this as like a popularity thing is like it's totally that, right? It sounds good that he commanded that this gets shot down. It does mm-hmm. sound good to like a a class of people that will never vote for Justin yeah. Trudeau, right? Like I mean, yeah. you know, it's maybe maybe get those maybe get those swing voters. Maybe yeah. eke a few of them over to Justin's <laughs> side. I bet seven mm-hmm. people peeled off their fuck Trudeau bumper stickers because of this. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it, it they're not even saying it was like what it is, right? They just say unidentified object. They won't even say flying anymore because they're just not sure, yeah. right? I'm not even sure that these are Chinese balloons, right? I'm not fully convinced they shot I'm down con- anything. I'm not convinced they shot down anything, but if they did shoot down something, I'm most convinced that people were so enraptured by the hilarity of last week's news cycle with the balloon Mm. that they have taken it upon themselves to try and violate NORAD's early uh, warning systems (laughs) with their own homemade balloons so as to provoke their own more hilarity, right? Just their own amusement, right? You know, it'd be funny if we just... (laughs) organized something where everyone got a helium balloon and released it at the same time <laughs> just across the country across all of north america just oh to fuck God. with them it's got to be like we should a, launch a left an industrial balloon, balloon. <laughs> that would be great well once we get our once we get our share of the funding from 24 shades of blue or whatever <laughs> that podcast's name yeah. was yeah we'll invest in a really good zeppelin and we'll tour <laughs> that thing around yes. and uh, that that's our product, our uh, our, our brand, right? <laughs> Anyways, so at the end of this bit, uh, I hope you guys take the Confederated Commonwealth more seriously after this, because like the Americans just violated our airspace, basically, is what I no. I think of it. As. It's been their airspace for yeah. forty or for sixty, eighty years since the since the NORAD. Yeah, yeah. It... in my opinion, we should disentangle ourselves from that. Why are we in that? What's more interesting is why is why is Mexico not in it? <laughs> that seems like a little bit of a of an oversight. It's actually really simple. Uh, the easiest way to fire a missile uh-huh. from Russia to America is to go over the uh-huh. top. Yeah, and going around from the south is actually impossible. You'd, yep. So you'd think that would have changed? Uh, maybe after the Cuban Missile Crisis. Eh. No, Cuba's closer to Florida than Mexico, right? Like, I guess if you had been, like, the Columbia missile crisis, I could see it. <laughs> but, like, no. U.S. Uh, US likes it to keep itself separate from Mexico so that it can treat it differently as a, a subsidiary economy. Right, yeah, more of, like, a slave, less of a, a vassal. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am complaining about being a client state of the world empire, but it could be yeah. worse. It could be You're worse. Fuck Mexico. <laughs> yeah. It is Valentine's Day. <laughs> Though we are going to be absorbed one day, just formally. Nah. Right? Inevitably. Whereas Mexico will never have to worry about that. 
they'll Never. they'll maybe just get invaded but you know maybe they will uh invade eventually may, uh, this is real fiction predictions uh -huh. but perhaps in the 22nd century they will uh, have enough of a latino influence that they'll conquer all of the latin speaking southern regions so mexico and south america yeah. and create like i don't know protectorates or territories yeah. or something like yeah. that governances i can see it something roman as fuck you know uh anyways yeah i got nothing um let's hit a stinger and move into your sure yeah Uh, whenever you say stinger, I just think of a bee. <laughs> so, Julian, next time we need a stinger, just just yeah. buzz it up for me, okay? Yeah, okay, all right. I only say stinger so much because I was unfamiliar with the word until Adam delivered these musical The, the stingers, the bumpers, you could also call them bumpers. Well, I prefer bumpers, personally. Bumpers is more of a visual thing, right. typically, but uh, I'm being... Oh, yeah. I'm being uh, uh, we uh, need something to talk about. So uh, here's an article. Uh, another one. <laughs> the first one didn't count. Remember how we talked about AI last time? Yeah. It turns out the only articles I can find through free outlets are the ones about AI. So uh, we're talking <laughs> about AI again. Probably written by AI too at this point. Um, That's the, a little bit. That's kind of on the nose. <laughs> For anyone interested, this article is titled, uh, Would It Really Be So Bad If AI Took Our Jobs? Published on Dazed Digital by Serena Smith on January 16th of this year. Bit of a longer read, I think Pocket uh, had it listed at like 11 minutes, so I'll give you a synopsis. Uh, article leads off by citing the infamous ChatGPT uh, as having the potential of assuming the job of a writer or editor, but being a writer themselves, this uh, Miss uh, Miss Smith here admits that, and apparently they even asked the AI themselves, and the AI admits that humans really have cornered the market of creativity and wit. So, uh, for now, writers are safe, but uh, they they stretch that out into you know different questions i don't know the uh have you uh just to interrupt mm. needlessly um have you seen the uh the meme phenomenon that is uh 80s dark fantasy uh ai generated art? oh no because uh, uh there's been just commanding ai art making things to do anything in the style of an 80s dark right. fantasy movie yeah i think i uh, i think wow. i've seen the result yeah. of that i've seen dozens of videos that are just compilations of like whatever could be avatar the last airbender i saw one that was a uh, adventure time with finn oh. and jake that in, in the style oh just yeah the, the incredible way in which it it encapsulates the 80s dark fantasy mm -hmm. like it, like the vibe you know what i mean the, the disproportionate over muscled characters uh -huh. the the grimy, uh, the griminess of uh, some characters, just, just unbelievable yeah. in my opinion. The, the weird like puppets Anyways. too, the animal puppets. 
yeah it just nails that yeah. weird vibe yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. sorry i just so i just wanted to say we do not have the creative market cornered they're taking we it. uh for the sake of fitting this into the next nine minutes i won't i won't argue that point <laughs> but uh that that is a good segue because the rest of the article is kind of just uh bounces around this idea of like oh could could artificial intelligence steal our jobs quote unquote it's it uh it you know suggests that many of our uh, of the jobs we see today are already kind of being taken by tech or machines um and these are the more like uh, at risk fields there were more air quotes there and you know these are these are things such as driving or machine operation sorting uh admin positions you mm-hmm. know stuff machines are already pretty good at at this point in the game uh, mm-hmm. and so the article kind of just goes like yeah that's kind of inevitable interestingly and this, this is where kind of I, I felt the article takes off um they they strike upon this idea by some philosopher somewhere or something some economist i don't know what but uh oh i gotta i gotta know the name you don't know no, goodness no i don't write stuff like that down this is a synopsis I not a, an academic paper <laughs> all right sorry a, a rise in the term called a bullshit job and oh yeah this is known uh widely as a task that somebody is paid to do that uh, a robot or an, uh, you know it could very easily be automated but it isn't um yeah. you can kind of think of like the, a cashier at a grocery store yeah May Most grocery stores have tons of self-checkout. That's right? uh, David Graeber, Jacob. Sorry, please. Continue. Oh, oh what, David. That's what about David? That's Graeber? the person, I guess. Oh, David Graeber. Yeah. I love David. Hey, Graeber. there you go. You guys got to listen to some. Da- He's dead. But you got to listen to some David. <laughs> maybe, Graeber maybe time. next He's time we can talk incredible. about this fella. Yeah. But um, yeah, so so they began talking about the bullshit job, and. Um, kind of just how that is necessary in some fields how that's uh-huh. like the the social aspect of talking to a person when you're out is good for your brain it makes your brain feel good which like yeah i don't want i, I don't know i was at an ikea last week right and ikea has swapped completely over to self-checkout I don't know. Call me a boomer, but it sucked. I hated <laughs> it. It was it was stupid. And uh, the fact that that one of the employees at like supervising the self checkout came over, told me I was doing it wrong, and yeah. proceeded to not. I was like, "Oh, do you want me to start over?" And they just went, "No, but you're doing it wrong." Like it's shit. Okay. You should be paid for that kind of fucking right. It was so <laughs> it was so useless. But it, had a cashier been there, had the social interaction been there, uh, none of this would have happened. I would have had a pleasant conversation. It would be done in five minutes, and I would have said thank you, have a good day, and both of us mm-hmm. would have departed on our ways, feeling generally, you know, alleviated by the crushing sense of our own inevitable demise. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and so the the article kind of transitions into this this idea that people have kind of kicked around uh, uh, called uh, fully automated luxury communism. Oh fuck yeah! Oh fully all uh, sorry fully uh, uh, 
fully automated luxury space gay communism is the fucking yeah. goal. Did you just say exactly what DJ said, but add gay to it? Gay space communism is inevitably. I mean. Yeah, it will be in space eventually, and there will be homosexuals, and it's Valentine's Day, so I hope they're all smooching. Everyone's Love having wins. a good sp- space yeah. smooge. Fully automated luxury communism is my goal, though. Right. Sure. Yeah. Ideology. And so the, you're probably gonna butt heads with this idea. Is is uh, well, it doesn't really say it's not attainable, but it does say that these things are only realistic if there's like such an unbreakably strong social net underneath them, which is kind of the idea. Mm-hmm. UBI. It, they're they're like. So for this to work, communism would need to be uh-huh. there. It's like in the in the definition. Of <laughs> exactly. Like, no, no. People would need to care about each exactly, other. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But um, uh, the, this article kind of posits that they, they don't really say this, this idea is wrong. They kind of just suggest that maybe that idea misses the mark. And uh, I want to come out before you two lampoon me. Uh, I want to come out and say that I don't agree with this. But but it suggests that that this idea of fully automated luxury communism misses the mark by not really putting high value on the you know the kinds of things we just mentioned the social aspect of a career the the creative aspect of a career the uh, practical using your body to do a thing aspect of work. I. Yeah, Star Trek is fully automated uh, space communism, yeah. right? Fully automated luxury space communism. You you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Those people who are doing the Star Trek stuff, they want to do it because they feel the need to challenge themselves, yeah. right? That is an actual intrinsic uh, emotion that people have, right? The people who d- uh, discover scientific uh, things, you know, the, the, the bleeding edge of scientists... Mm-hmm. They're never like, I, I'm going to make fucking mm-hmm. bank off this, right? Like, I got to do this for my career, right? They're, like, inspired by some, like, story that's personal to them about, you know, some tragedy that happened to them. Or they're just, like, they really want to be, uh, they're really autistic about one certain thing and right. knowledge, you know? Like, they're, they, there are their own internal mechanisms that would push progress forward Mm -hmm. and so to say that you would be missing these things out from fully uh, automated space luxury communism is to miss the point of what it is to be Mm -hmm. human right like you can you would be productive without the chains of fucking uh, capitalism capitalism Mm -hmm. on you productive on your own terms you yeah, and many times more productive than you would need to be on top of that. Yeah. I, I don't know about on your own terms. I, I would assume that uh, at least for the next couple centuries, uh, maybe not. Your your guys have are very optimistic about AI, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that there will need to be some kind of service labor still relied upon for the next couple centuries. But Yeah, it's really, maybe not. It's really hard to say, no matter... No matter the way if, things go, it could go anyway at this point. Well, if things are best case scenario, yeah. right? AI, ta- AI takes off, and then we also manage to become like a type one civilization. Mm-hmm. You know, we we create a partial Dyson sphere <laughs> around our star, and we're taking hella power yeah. in. Right? Why are you laughing at? I'm me? halfway there, man. That, I've already got that's... type one diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, though. For the record. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hey, you know, oh, we still love you, even um, if you do. 
but yeah, uh, the, 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 the article kind of just wraps up by saying, you know, a lot of scholars in the past had reasoned by the point we're at right now that, you know, people would be working four hour days. There wouldn't be a need for, for petty <laughs> menial labor. And yet here we are. Yeah. Using what, what do you, yeah. What do you take of that? Are we just, are we just dragging our feet? Should we? Yeah, no, we're fucked. It's like Star Trek isn't happening. Uh, Warhammer 40k is the future, where like there's just drones and billions and billions of drones of people in a in a massive space empire of empty, soulless corporate capitalism mm -hmm. that stretches throughout the stars, right? And people live worse lives than they lived in the height of robber baron capitalism, right? Where they're work they'll be working 16, 18-hour days and be woken and put to sleep by chemicals and your, your education rights will be lower, all these things, right? The uh, Capitalism is won. The, the worker power is already mm. lost, in my opinion. I, I hope I at least get to be one of the dudes with, like, seven livers and eight lungs and four hearts is that the space yeah i want to i want to have a chainsaw for an arm and uh chainsaw sword is that a thing yeah a chainsaw sword yeah, chainsaw and a chest so big i could like crunch uh, a hammer between my pecs <laughs> that'd be that'd be yeah, cool the 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 point of the space marine i i know you're fucking mocking but uh the point of the space marine is that it is such an opulent waste of wealth to create one uh, genetic super warrior like mm -hmm. this and then encase them in steel for no reason the only way that that can be supported is the horrific society that is the warhammer 40k universe yeah. right which is just like uh it's feudalism basically again with like space age technology and yeah. uh, enforcing the, the main factions even called like the like an empire isn't it yeah the imperium of man and they have a whole bunch of inner factions that are also like uh, very feudal, right. like the ecclesiarchy huh. is the church within it, and they're uh, they're, <laughs> they're they're the Catholics with like they're the Catholics from the 1400s with space age technology. Only way to describe them. Well, yeah, uh, they're they're here doing scout work. I like to describe uh, 40k as a a fascist uh, idea, like the most fascist vision of humanity mm -hmm. in the future as done by socialist artists it's a it is a beautiful fan yeah verse, but that's whatever. a hot take yeah i was gonna ask you guys some questions about this article but we're already running over an hour so uh i, I think we, we can run a no little. we we, we, we talked it about it funny let's sure we can do week. that we'll call let's, next yeah week. let's come back to it next week just like the super bowl yeah well <laughs> in that we came back to the super bowl this week and we talked about it last week we're not coming yeah. back to it again yeah. next week no. no. Okay. Yeah, that's an analogy. Yeah, summer's coming. 